Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Experience unlined perfection with the nearly undetectable Invisible Lift Demi Bra, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44, that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Unpacking the Toolbox is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. The spa. I love this place. They also have the best Korean food there. <laughs> oh, really? <gasps> oh, yeah. Guillermo, like, I would spend all fucking Yum. day there and then go upstairs and you just order like like bowls of like brown rice and ki- kimchi Oof. and so it was delicious, oh, healthy, right? Like, super healthy, delicious, but delicious. Too. healthy. Like, Oof. can't even get enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a woman was like, does everyone ever tell you you look like Quinn Perkins? Oh, Jesus Christ. And I was like, oh, I get that all the time. And she was like, whatever, you're way prettier than that girl. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I used to in the beginning. I, like, yeah, I used to be like, ugly fucking bitch. Yeah. Like, Ooh, uh. that bitch. I don't know. I don't see it. <laughs> I used to in the beginning be like, that's me. Yeah, I'm hot. And then. And then as the, you know, the seasons would go on, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. People, yeah, people tell me that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. And then I, I'm just like, I don't even engage. Yeah. And I've stopped doing, yeah, I stopped doing the whole like, what have I seen you in? Because I used to be like, well, a show called Scandal. I was on Weeds. And they'd be like, no, no, no. <laughs> and then like I was like, bitch, now I feel your stupid. Resume. Oh my God. Yeah. And then awful. you feel dumb because they're like, no, that's not it. And I'm like, <laughs> Now I don't do that anymore. I'm just like, I don't know, stuff, yeah, you know. Yeah, I Bye. I always get yeah. the same, like, no, you were at Beeman Park on a play date. <sighs> like, I met you, like, in the sandbox. And I'm like, no. <laughs> they can't put it together where they've seen me. But I look like such dog shit that there's no way that I could be, like, a Hollywood actor. It's like, no, you're that Shut dumpy up. mom I saw. At the Shut party. up. <laughs> 
oh my God, I feel like so much fucking happens in this episode. I can't even deal with yes, it. But yes, you know, yes. you probably feel that way because Huck wasn't in it much and Quinn wasn't in it at all. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first episode that we don't see Quinn, right? Yeah, Quinn is not in it. I remember getting a call. Well, yeah, I remember getting a call from Shondas and I'm like, oh my God, every, I'm getting fired. It's done. We're over. They figured it, it out. This I'm is it, you guys. I suck. Get me out of here. Like everyone. I have imposter syndrome. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> and she just was like, I just want to let you know, like you're not in next week's episode, but it's not. It's only because this it's mostly a, you know, a flashback episode and Quinn wasn't anywhere. You know, you were in like fucking high right. school or whatever. Like, you know, you were in law school and no one gave a shit about you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember being like wildly upset. Like, of course, as an insecure actor, you're like, what did I do? I'm yeah. the worst actor in the world. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want me to be on their show. Yes, they're starting to weed me out, yes. like little by little. I actually yeah. even like kind of remember like coming to the trailers anyway, maybe, and like lying like I needed to pick something up. <laughs> oh, just to be like, what's happening? Just to be like what's around because I felt so out of the loop. Um, oh my god! But then cut to like my jaded ass now, which I'd be like, "What the fuck? That means you're in, you're paid for a whole episode. Yeah. You don't even week yes. off. Yes, what a dream! Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, as we're talking about episode two eleven, called "A Criminal, a Whore, an Idiot, and a Liar," it aired on January seventeenth of two thousand thirteen, and it was written by Mark Fish and directed by Stephen Cragg. Guest starring Kavita Patil as President's Doctor, Denora Walcott as Reporter Carol, Reese Rios as Reporter Peter, Joe Holt as Secretary of Defense. And Virginia Louise Smith as Secretary of State, Barry Boswick. Barry Boswick, you guys, guys. as Jerry Grant. Come on. Barry fucking Boswick. Uh, most of my notes are about Barry Boswick. Oh, I can't wait. And then we have Jeanette Brox as Rona, the polling analyst. And then... Wow, Guillermo, you would be right because this synopsis on this prep sheet is real short. So I don't super know short. why I have notes on this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just read like the last two sentences. Okay, ready? Here we go. Synopsis. You want to do the rest. Just to jog all you gladiators' memories, although you're such fucking OG gladiators, I'm sure you've watched episode 211 a million times because it's fucking awesome. But let me tell you about it. The White House is rocked by more changes. It fits. <laughs> Going back to one, going back to one, going back to one. Back to one, everyone. Back, back to, to one, one, back to one, back to one. The White House is rocked by more changes as Fitz returns to office. Flashbacks reveal more about the rigged election conspiracy along with Fitz's relationship with his father. <sighs> Edison makes a shocking accusation against Olivia and Fitz makes a surprising decision about his future with Melly, as does Edison with Olivia. Olivia has to make a few hard choices. Yeah, this she does. fucking episode, I honestly sat there the entire Yo. time and thought, how did Kerry Washington not win an Emmy for this part? She is so Un- good in this episode. Fucking believable. Like, yeah, I I can't her emotions because this is the episode where she makes the decision to say, yes, I'm all in. I want to rig the election with mm-hmm. Verna and Hollis Doyle and Cyrus and Melly. But it's yes. you watch her. Fall in love with the man. You watch her believe in the possibility of him being the greatest president that may ever happen mm-hmm. and her justify why she's going to say, yes, let's rig the election. Yes, and also push and pull. Yes. Yeah. And like cry. Struggling with that. As yeah. She like gives up everything she, on the other hand, Ugh. believes in, which is we, the people, get to decide who the fucking leader of the free world is. It is. Yes. She's yeah. unbelievable. And, and- 
And her 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 stellar acting starts off like right at the top of this episode. Right at the right? top. Like right at the top. It's unbelievable. Olivia walks into her apartment. Edison is fucking waiting for her. And he's like, I know who your boyfriend was the last few years, bitch. It's the president. And she's like, yeah. in all of her classic <sighs> Olivia, like, like head fucking yes. twitch to the side, arms and crossed. Pointing at him. Point, po- po- Don't po- you? Pointing. Yes. Like, like, oh. and she... You know, is like acting like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, you idiot. And then she has this. Who the fuck wrote this episode? Mark Fish. Mark Fish. Of course he did. Ugh, Mark yeah. Fish was one of the solid dudes with us till the very end. And also, yeah. I think almost was like, I think he was like head, head, head writer seasons, maybe six and seven. Right? He's amazing and such a nice yeah. guy. But. She's goes through these numbers like five. This is why I won't be with you. Four. This is why you're a dick. Yeah. Three. This is why I won't be with yeah. you. Two. Did you hear me? And one. In a matter of three minutes, you've called me a criminal, a whore, an idiot, and a liar. And so now, goodbye. Yes. yes. And there's the title of the episode. She throws that shit out. Oh so good. And also, the whole time I was thinking, <clears throat> how the fuck did she memorize this shit? Uh, listen, <sighs> I, I m- most of the time... On set, and if I was around Carrie, she was with her assistant going over lines. I mean, it was constantly, yep. even when we had downtime, when they were setting up in the hair and makeup trailer. I mean, it was constantly, constantly, constantly she was going over lines. You, yeah. She had to. I mean, because she had this monologue, and this is just one out of like eight oh that she God. had and in she this episode. You know what before. I mean? Yes, yes. And and sometimes they would there were there were days where where we had monologues where they would change them the day of, yep. like change stuff yep. in the monologue the day of. Yeah. And to paint a picture for you guys, like she would be called in to get her wig on at like 4:30 in the morning. And so before any of us would get there, her lovely <laughs> assistant which changed over the years would sit in the fucking hair chair next to her drilling lines until lines. we yeah. got there and then she'd be like yes we it would be Let's maybe 6 a.m and she'd be like guys you yes. want to run it and then we would run yeah. and then when we would be shooting the scene an assistant be like, she'd be like can it. we run yep. the next one let me get yeah. for the next oh, one then, yes yeah, she'd yes be like yes a scene she'd ahead. be running yeah. the next scene yes on yes 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 the work ethic oh. i mean she was an olympic yeah. athlete she was literally an olympic yeah. athlete that's how hard and, she trained and worked yeah and with Josie on her lap, Carrie used to have this little beautiful little dog named Josie, Josephine Baker, oh who loved to eat bacon. Oh Carrie would give God. her bacon in the mornings. Remember that? I that dog. Oh, you were? Oh, my Why? God. Because I saw her like, the little ones always freak me out because they <laughs> the fucking. The little ones will rip your face yeah, off. Yeah, they like yep. nip your fucking face. And then all of a sudden you're getting yeah. stitches and you have a scar yeah. for the rest of your life. Like, I loved her. Yeah. R.I.P. Josie. R.I.P. She died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she She was like our set mascot. She was there for everything. She was so... God, Carrie was such a good mom before she was a mom because... Yes. That dog was independent and would just never on a leash, would follow her around, but also like do her own... Like she was so independently her own personality, but also listened to whatever Carrie needed her to do. And also loved to be on Carrie's lap or in her arm. You know what I mean? Her holding her. bacon? She ate bacon, yeah. Every morning she would give her some bacon. That is the cutest shit I've ever heard. We'll be right back, guys. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. 
Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. You need a vehicle that can meet your family's needs, and Toyota has you covered. Introducing the first-ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander never makes you choose between passengers and cargo. You can fit both with ease. With three spacious rows and available seating for up to eight, and legroom that makes even long trips comfortable. With Grand Highlander's available 362-horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, you can be confident that you have the power, acceleration, and efficiency needed for almost any adventure your family can cook up. And you'll get where you're going in style with a modern, spacious cabin that's perfect for both playdates and date nights. Impressive tech upgrades take the new Grand Highlander to the next level, including a standard digital key, an available panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen. Don't just live life. Live life grander in the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Okay, so Edison leaves the room after we they're like broken up and she's like, get the fuck out of here. And she calls Cyrus and she's like, holy shit, we have a problem. Edison just told me that tomorrow Sally Langston's going to go public and saying that Fitz is not capable of leading right now. Like he is not fully recovered from the gunshot wound. Um, and then we do this whole episode where, like, we're going back and forth between, like, back in time and to present time. Yes. And we, the big part of this episode is that Melly suggests that, you know, Fitz is down too many points. There's no way he's going to beat Governor Reston. And everyone's like, bring in Papa Grant. Played Jerry Grant, Jerry, who is a former politician, yes. right? Super successful. And America's fucking darling dickhead. Yes, now, yes, yes. Now, tell me about Barry and, Bostwick. 
You guys, it's played by Barry Boswick. I mean, listen, Barry Boswick is an a theater icon. Carrie, I mean, uh, Katie Carrie. Theater I just called you Carrie. Fucking icon. Uh, first of all, he he was nominated for a Tony. He originated originated the role of Danny Zuko in Greece. Come on. Guys. Which is fucking nuts. And he was nominated and for And let it be known that Greece, as much as uh, Guillermo and I sang Rent on the Scandal set, Greece was also saying quite a lot uh, because Tom Verica, uh, our producing director, played Kanicki all over Pennsylvania and Jersey. Oh, yeah. Katie, I didn't know that. Oh, he played Kanicki all what? over touring companies. Oh, my God. But, yeah, when Tom Verica was like 19 to 21, like... He made his living equity, like going around playing Kinnickies at different places, you know, and he always had that super fucked up line that was like, oh no, was that someone else? Did she put up a fight? Like that musical is not okay. That musical is not okay. You can't say shit like (laughs) that. It's not cool. I know. Um, But Tom is fucking hot. Tom is a really good looking guy. Like I could totally see him in Greece playing Kanicki. And then Foley would also, I think. Was Foley in Greece too? I think, I don't know if Foley had done Greece, but I just have so many visuals coming into my head right now of like me, Verica, and Foley singing Greece like a lot on set for whatever reason. I I just watched Greece the other day. Greece was, I used to um, pull uh, little scenes, little monologues from Greece, and use them at auditions, like the like scene between Kaniki right and Zuko. Now. Oh God, there's no. I don't have my, that brain that you have. We've talked about this before. Katie could do a fucking soliloquy from Shakespeare right now, word for word. I don't even remember what the fuck it is. But Greece was my jam. Like I, I'll put it on like to this it's day incredible. just to have in the background because it's so good. It's incredible. Yeah. But wait, and just recently, what would you? Uh, yeah, what audition would you have where you would pull that? It was, uh, it was a couple of scenes. It was, I remember one scene specifically, and I was actually auditioning for a manager, and I did it with a, with a friend with someone else. So we did a scene, the scene with with Kaniki and 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 Danny, where he gets hit in the head, <gasps> and he's like, "You you're gonna have to drive for me, like you're you're my second, you know, all this stuff, that whole you're thing." Well, he, he, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I did that audition. I did it a couple of times. Um, I used that at auditions. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I did that. I it's did the Breakfast idea, Club. Really, it's yeah. such a good idea. Yeah, I did uh, Stand by Me. That monologue when when he's telling the story about the kid that vomits on the audience oh and all that God. stuff. I did that as a monologue. Adam for a monologue. Adam didn't either. You never went to like scene to study or school, no. so you wouldn't know to like go to a monologue. Watch movies. Book. Yeah, yeah. Same with Adam. So when Adam had to audition at University of Maryland, he's like a sophomore. He's a poli sci major. He wants to be a lobbyist in D.C. He has no thoughts or dreams or aspirations of wow. being an actor. And someone's like, you should really? join. No. And someone's like, you should join this sketch comedy <gasps> troupe at Maryland because you're fucking funny. And he joins the sketch troupe, which is just like like SNL, you know. And he's doing sketches and he's having the best time sold out audiences on campus. And then they're like, you should switch your major to drama. But you had to audition to get into the theater department. He didn't get in three times. And he he didn't know what to do either. So he just transcribed the opening monologue to Goodfellas. No. (laughs) See, that's what we did back in the day. 
I always knew I wanted to. I uh, my whole life I've been a gangster, <laughs> some shit like that, and like this little skinny fucking fifty pound oh, wet Jew my God. from Pennsylvania is doing this like Italian gangster mafia monologue. Didn't Wait, get did in. He do- <laughs> Did he did he do the same monologue all three <laughs> no. times or would he change it up? No, he would change he it can't up. can't remember the second time. Then the third time, he begged the uh the guy who officiated our wedding, Scott Reese, who's an amazing drama professor who's like super cool, looks like Obama, uh-huh. like such a tall, handsome, like biracial uh-huh. dude. And Adam is like I'm going to be a senior. I want to graduate <laughs> with a theater degree and I can't get in and I don't know what to do. And the guy was like, Here's a Neil Simon monologue. Do this. He's like, bitch, you got to use an actual like <laughs> yeah. play monologue. Yeah. And by the way, when he auditioned, all the kids are getting up and saying like, you know, this is my monologue from name the play and name the playwright. And Adam had to get up and he was like, um, this is what's his name? Paul Simon. Yeah, no, he's no. When his first audition, he was like, this is um, this is uh, whatever from Goodfellas, like written by Martin Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god how precious oh they were god, probably so all precious. like uh. okay all of this in a roundabout story to greece barry bostwick you barry bostwick, bostwick you love greece he was the original fucking danny zuko danny zuko but also he's he's one of the leads and one of my favorite fucking horror thriller sci-fi musicals ever called the rocky horror picture show oh, it's the best he was brad majors asshole, it's, it's, asshole. How they, the shadow cast it's asshole. the best <laughs> It's the best oh, movie my of all God. time. I mean, the guy is a, he's a legend. He is a, a legend. legend. changed the game in theater and TV and film alike. Yeah. And he won the Tony for a, a show, a show called The Robber Bridegroom I don't know in that. 1977. I don't know that. Yes, yes. I don't know that one either. But also, um, Barry Boswick, all I wanted to do when he was on set. Was uh, do everything Katie from- was talk about Rocky Horror. Yeah. And did you? Or do no, no, I barely had scenes with him. I was fucking Hagrid Huck. I was like, what am I going to look like being like, hey, Barry Boswell, can you, as a fucking, I'm homeless. He's probably like, who the fuck is this? Uh, but I remember talking to Bellamy about it and Bellamy was in awe and loved him as well. Cause you know, she's a big theater person as so well. she had so many scenes with him. Yeah. She had a lot of scenes with He's him. He's incredible in this episode. And we go, Ugh. there's a lot of scenes where like. Well, we'll get into that, but we flash back. They they suggest bringing in Fitz's dad to help the campaign to sort of split some of the campaign stops on the trail to get like some of the uh, you know approval ratings up, and then oh my god, the uh, Fitz is like, no, no, we're not bringing yeah. in my dad. I'm not doing this. Yeah. Like, no way. I said I would do this on my own. I don't need his help. I'm not my father's yeah. son. And then Olivia and Fitz go to Olivia's room to discuss it, and they just fucking hook up, and it's oh, good. Man. Yeah, he starts to slide down her. Yeah. Oh my god! And 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 Carrie makes that face of like, ooh, this feels good. Yeah, and then also um, Tony the gear. I mean, what's his name? Oh god, see, I'm getting all flustered because it was such a fucking hot scene. <laughs> I know. Um, no, he's like, if fine, I'll let my dad come and be a part of this as yes. long as you don't talk about it for the next twenty minutes. And I'm like, ooh. Ooh, 20 We're minutes for 20 minutes Ooh, we're down there for 20 minutes <laughs> Damn. okay um <laughs> okay back at the present day hospital a doctor is briefing Fitz and melly on like how like how bad this gunshot wound is like they're like you might lose speech you might not be able to connect your brain to your right. thoughts you might not be able to walk which essentially yeah. is like can he be yeah. president of the united states like yeah. what the hell um okay jerry shows up and Jerry is 
amazing. He call he's such an old fashioned oh, piece of he's shit. So wonderful. His energy <sighs> in this episode just drives the episode. Drives he's it. so he's so Jerry Grant. Like he just melded into the role so well. Yep. Like I can't imagine anyone else anyone else playing yep. Jerry Grant. No, me and either. he walks in, yeah. And he's like, No, no, pay no attention to me. I'm furniture. Yes. I'm just gonna sit here and and then um Fitz starts to rehearse. Like his, you know, what he's going to say during the the debate. And, and of course, Barry Boswick, uh, Barry Boswick, Jerry Grant stops him right away. And he's like, what are you doing? Yes. Yeah, you, you know, you're good looking. Use your personality yes. and all this stuff. Yes. He call, so good. I remember he so like good. calls Olivia sweetheart and he's just like, yes, he's yes. very old fashioned and a pig. And you could tell he's one of those dudes who cheated on his <laughs> wife forever and is like fucking sexist. And yes, but also charming as fuck. Charming yeah. as hell. Yes, yes, and yes. And you could see why America is such yeah. a big fan. Man. So yeah. Fitz gets drunk as shit at like a big di- the night that Jerry is there and they have a big dinner and Fitz gets so wasted because he's so triggered by his dad. And then after the dinner, they're in an elevator and Olivia is going <laughs> up to her room and Fitz kind of tries to sidles s- in. He sidles he into to, that like, elevator. Slip that shit just the tip in just like a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> Olivia pushes him away the exact moment that the elevator door opens and Melly catches it. And it's such a scene because Melly's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And you could tell from Carrie's face, her beautiful acting. She's like, I can't believe the guy that I'm sleeping with, his wife, is apologizing to me. Apologizing to me, yes. And did you see in that scene when Melly first comes in and and, and Tony backs up, he bangs his head on that light fixture in the elevator? And Tony's like, oh, like that really happened. It was, it's so, it's so great. It's, it just, I mean, it just added to to the scene. You know, they say a lot of times like, you know, mistakes or things can be your greatest gift because it makes it real and it makes you in the present moment and whatever. Okay, and then they're getting into this big fight because Jerry wants to run a dirty campaign and Fitz really wants to stay above board and do things the right way. But what's cool about Jerry wanting to run a dirty campaign is that in order to run the dirty campaign – Olivia calls in the first, like, Olivia Pope and yes. Associates. Yes. She yes. really forms baby her first gladiators. team. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. you see the origin story of Abby, Huck, and Harrison all meeting for, like, kind of the first time to sort yes. of work on digging up shit on Governor Reston. God, Darby kills me. You like walk in. She's like, oh, God. Oh, no. Is he coming over here? Ew. And I Because <laughs> Huck is, all, Hagrid, you know, Huck full on homeless like Hagrid Huck. Yeah. There's no <laughs> way that would have been like that. But, you know, TV, no, creative license. Right? Creative <sighs> license. So the dream yes. team is together. There's a lot of back and forth in this episode. Which is exciting and very well done. Yeah. We will be back with more after the break. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric. 
cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. You need a vehicle that can meet your family's needs, and Toyota has you covered. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander never makes you choose between passengers and cargo. You can fit both with ease. With three spacious rows and available seating for up to eight, and a leg room that makes even long trips, comfortable. With Grand Highlander's available 362 horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, you can be confident that you have the power, acceleration, and efficiency needed for almost any adventure your family can cook up. And you'll get where you're going in style with a modern spacious cabin that's perfect for both playdates and date nights. Impressive tech upgrades take the new Grand Highlander to the next level, including a standard digital key, an available panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen. Don't just live life. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. The thing that the... Op- the thing the about thing this episode... The thing about this episode is in the OPA <laughs> dream team... The one thing they dig up on Reston is that he's on antidepressants. It's like I was like, "What? Who gives a shit? Who is it?" Right? Like I thought the same thing. I was like, "This is the big find. Yeah, this is the big. Find. This is the red that flag. He's on this Prozac. Is the- Who cares?" Fitz has got the information, and they throw him out there into a debate. And the dad, Jerry Dickhead, is like, "You got to use this shit. You got to just yeah. seal the deal. Make sure hell America yeah. knows that he's mentally unstable or whatever the hell." And before that, another amazing scene oh, so is good. Fitz is being a little bitch baby. He walks in to prep for the debate and like the they're having technological difficulties. And he's like, you, why is this happening? Get out of here. Yeah. And, and Carrie's like, OK, great. Thanks for the night. Everyone go yeah. home. Yeah. And she She's just like, these people are working hard for you, dude. Yeah. Like they're working for you. Like yep. you got to calm down. Yep. What's your problem? And she says, you know what your problem is? Oh, my God, I didn't see it before. 
And this is when she's getting all that finger shaking straight up in his yeah, face again. Yes. Edison she's was in so the beginning, good. but now yes, she's scene. shaking a finger in his face. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, if I hadn't been, and then the sentence cuts out, but she was like, if I hadn't fallen in love with you is really what she wanted to say, then I wouldn't have missed yeah. it. But what I've missed is yep. America doesn't know who you are. Why do you want yes. this? Why, why do you, you want to be, be president? president? Yes, yes, yes. This is why America doesn't trust you. This is why you're losing because you yourself don't know why you want this. Yeah. <gasps> oh, it's such a good oh. scene. And his face in this scene, he's like super emotional. He's like, <laughs> like about to cry. Oh, it's so good. They're both so, so good in this oh scene. Oh my God, it's so good. And so instead of him using the antidepressant thing, he has a great debate moment talking to like mm-hmm. one of the women in the audience about her son about to go off to war to fight for him. And and he has like a real moment of like letting people in and seeing yes. how he's vulnerable and he's also afraid. And it really, yeah. they're like, yeah, uh, he kicked the shit out of this yes. debate. Totally. He was so and 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 still he did so well. He knocked that shit out the park and still his dad is like, uh, you you wimped out, didn't you? You should have used it. You're gonna lose this election. Like he's still being super negative. And it's like, dude, he did amazing in this debate. Yeah. Like, come on. And then his dad dies. <laughs> and then his dad fucking dies dead. And then Fitz chops wood. Which which I thought, okay, this is like the second time we see uh, Tony Goldwyn chopping it's wood because he told Shonda that he's really good at chopping wood. And, and he's and really he is, good at he's it. He's really good and he looks hot doing looks it. And then I really thought, hot. why did they always have me eating in scenes? And I thought, because I eat really good because I like to eat. I was like, oh, okay. I did um, nothing. <laughs> I mean, I literally did nothing. So I guess that's what, I don't have like a thing. I mean, I guess I was like a hacker, but nope. No. Oh, 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 Quinn at the beginning took a lot of notes. Took a lot. You did take of notes, notes, which, by yes. the way, like a hacker would never write notes. Right. I mean, listen, I wrote so many notes, but I'm also like you know 63. So, um, <laughs> you know what I used to hide in my was... notes all over the set? <laughs> Gum, right? That's right. Oh ding, my ding, god, ding, it was ding, so ding, disgusting, ding, ding, Katie. I remember that. I remember opening that shit up sometimes and being like, this is so nasty. Just globs of gum, like dried up gum in between Guys, I have pages. a major gum issue where is like if I'm around gum, I have to chew it and I have to chew a lot of it. Like it's like an oral fixation thing. I don't understand. Like I, I don't even buy gum or have it in near my house because if I do, it's not like I have a piece a You're day. Just like, it's like, no, no, no. Like I'll eat. The, I'll, it'll be gone in an hour. The whole thing. I do that with the cinnamon gum with the with mm. big red. Mm. Like I have to put like five, mm. six pieces there <gasps> and oh, get once the flavor is gone, I spit it out and then throw five more in. But yeah, I would oh. chew gum on set to be sure that I had super fresh breath for my mm-hmm. fellow actors. And then they would call action and then I would just roll up the wad of gum and stick it in the corner <laughs> of one of our legal notepads. And so most of our notepads around set just had a shitload of wads of gum in it. Thanks to me. <laughs> so he's chopping wood. And they, uh, him and Olivia are talking about something that I can't remember, but the scene sort of ends and he's down on his knees and she's hugging him and he's finally like crying, like crying for his dad, crying for their relationship, crying for all of it. Like he just has this like big emotional release. And crying because he found himself, he found who he is, you know, his authenticity and he did great in that debate. Yeah. In, in that crying scene, I thought, oh, this – I know he didn't use no tear stick for this one because he's crying into the other actor, which is very <laughs> – 
convenient sometimes when you're like, oh, I got to fucking cry. I'm going to cry into my hands and cover my full face. Absolutely <laughs> deceased. I am absolutely deceased that the one time you really don't need a tear stick is if you can make some sort of blocking choice where yes. when you cry, you fall into the other person and never yes. separate so that the camera can Complete. catch that it's all bullshit. <laughs> Correct. Correct. But he did it brilliantly and you could hear him sobbing in Carrie's mic, you know, because usually our microphones yeah. are like on our yeah. chests yeah. somewhere yeah. And, and the sound was beautiful. Oh my <laughs> God, that is so sobbing. funny. Beautiful. We cut to in the present moment where Edison proposes uh, to Olivia. Yo. <laughs> what are you saying about that? <laughs> he can't take no for an answer. Like, get the fuck out of here already. <laughs> Bye. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <Yo>. God. <laughs> well, so true, though. Like, what are you still doing around? Any answer to marry him? Like, where, read the room, dude. Yeah, she's Do you not, not feel that into she's you. into you? Like, and also, when was the last time you guys boned? Like, I feel like right? your relationship is a fucking nightmare. And this is the starting point. Yeah. Like, we don't, this doesn't, the, the, no. this is bad. It's very bad. Yo. But he proposes saying to her, like, I know you. I'm the only one that gets you. And then mm -hmm. she says, what does she say? We don't we don't get an answer. We apparently. do not get an answer, but what we do get an answer about and how the episode ends is we get an ep we get the answer that Olivia decides yes, rig the election. And yeah. she's around the table in the private grant plane and so, she's wrecked. And she's fucking emotionally oh, wrecked she's that she's saying yes. Believable, and they yeah. the way it's shot, it's so beautiful. They they cut <sighs> to like Cyrus's. They cut to Hollis just made the call. Like he he picks up the phone, obviously calling Jesse, played by the wonderful Adam Shapiro, but um <laughs> the sexy, wonderful, greatest gift to my life, Adam Shapiro, and yes. he calls him and says it's a go, mm -hmm. and then they cut to the goons, every goon's face, Melly, uh, Cyrus, all them goons. Hollis, Verna, and then Olivia. So many wigs. <laughs> and Olivia just cries and puts her hands over her mouth, and she's just like, mm -hmm. I've signed a deal with the devil, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. And this is early on in Scandal, so it's it's one of the first times, right, that you think, Oh man, nothing is as it seems, right? Like she's supposed to be the one that's wearing the white hat, the one that's supposed to fix everything and be, you know, the moral compass. The good you know? one. Yes. And here she is agreeing to rig the election. Like that's that's like Not that's other level cool. shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's yeah. Like, that's other we level don't shit. Do that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um the fun fact. This is the third flashback episode of season two and the fourth flashback episode all overall. So, like, Ooh. this is episode 11 and we did we did seven in the first. So already 18 episodes and four of them have been flashback episodes. So, like, Yo. that was, became a real thing that that scandal did. You know, like, like yeah. play with time and sort of yeah. go back and forth like that. Yeah. Do we have any uh, tweet, 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 tweet of the time? Tweet, tweet, tweet. Oh, we got some good. Tweet, 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 tweet of the time. Tweet of the time. 
these tweets were some of my favorites. Yes! And, and some of them don't even have to do with the show, and that's why I love them. Because they're just crazy and so good. Like, the middle of season two is when people started to give a shit about this show. They were like, this is my jam. Like, mm-hmm. this is my show. Mm-hmm. I got to watch it every week. And yep. so I think we can see it in the tweet, 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 tweets of the time, yeah. time, time. Because they're getting crazier and crazier. And and so what are some of your favorite tweets of the time, G? Yo, one of my, one of my favorites is... Uh, uh, Trisha Ma- at Trisha Matthew says, I'm pretty sure I just saw Edison in a Cialis ad. I guess things with Olivia are really over. Hashtag scandal. <laughs> Wait, what's Cialis again? Cialis is like a erectile dysfunction, oh, like pill, like a Viagra. Right, 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 right. Da, da, da. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking hilarious. They're like, this dude needs a job. He's out. <laughs> yeah, he's out. He's I saw out. him in this commercial. Yeah. Uh, someone at Alpha Dre BT tweeted, the president's wife is a nasty bitch. Hashtag scandal. <laughs> so good. Um, at Goddess Tings says, the motherfucking cable went out. Mom, she's about to spaz if she don't see scandal. Oh, shit. Yeah, her mom. Apparently her mother, this girl's mother said, the motherfucking cable went out because she was about to watch the show and now she's flipping out. <laughs> And this was the time where, like, this was appointment viewing. Yeah. Like, streaming has made it so people just really watch entire series in their own time and place. But at this point, people were showing up Thursdays to see this show. So Fridays, if you went into work and didn't know the plot of Scandal, someone was going to blow it. Yes. So your motherfucking cable going out was a problem. (laughs) That's a big deal. Um, let's see. Um, Dave the Gage tweeted, just heard Subway's footlongs are 11 inches in some locations. Hashtag scandal. Hashtag protest. Hashtag boycott Subway. (laughs) My favorite. Also, because it has nothing to do with our show, but also how much do Katie and I love Subway sandwiches, but our sandwich choices are very specific. Like I love a veggie delight on whole wheat with extra vinegar, all the vegetables, Cheese, a ton of jalapenos, yellow peppers, hot sauce, My mouth mayo. is watering. I love a veggie you, delight. Yes, Katie, what is yours? Yours is. I like a foot long on Italian white. I like extra provolone cheese. I like it toasted. And then I like extra, extra lettuce, extra olives, extra banana peppers, extra jalapenos, extra <gasps> vinegar, extra olive oil, extra salt and pepper. And it's just a fucking oh. cheese, lettuce, bread oh, sandwich. So my good. Mouth. So I can barely good. talk. There's so much saliva in my mouth. Maybe I'm going to go grab that shit after we finish taping. Yo. I love a veggie delight. And I love mine. I don't know what mine's called. I got introduced to it in high school by some vegetarian and I wasn't really a vegetarian, but I loved it. But wait, okay. Thank you everybody for listening to the Scandal Rewatch podcast. Thank you guys. Unpacking the toolbox. We can't wait to hear more and talk more next week's episode is called Truth or Consequences. I can't remember what this is about. Do you remember what it's about? And I I watched it. I do not. Okay. 212, right? 212, truth or consequences. We may or may not be having a super fucking awesome guest, but you should tune in anyway, always, and tell your friends. Like, subscribe, do all the things, listen to us. We love you. Hit us up on social media. I'm at uh, Guillermo Diaz Real on Instagram, Guillermo Diaz Yo on Twitter. 
And I'm at yeah. KTQ Lowe's at Instagram. What are you on Twitter, G? Uh, Guillermo Diaz Yo. Oh, yeah. I love Guillermo that. Guillermo Diaz Yo. <laughs> I forgot you were at Guillermo Diaz Yo. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> but no one's on Twitter anymore. Like, I don't I see you on Twitter anymore. Like, everybody's like, we're taking a break from Twitter. Yeah. Which I want. I, it, yeah. it became a little bit of a cesspool during the Trump yeah. era. We, yeah, you know, yeah. these tweet, the tweeting was a much classier bag during yeah, the scandal era. Yeah, back in the era. day. Correct. Um, but we love you all. Come along for the ride. So much more scandal to talk about. Yes. So many more people to talk to. We love you, gladiators, OG and new. Till yeah. next time. Peace. On unpacking the toolbox. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us on Unpacking the Toolbox. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share with your friends, rate, or leave us a review. Scandal is executive produced by Sandy Bailey, Alex Alche, Lauren Homan, Tyler Klang, and Gabrielle Collins. Our producer and editor is Vince DeJohnny, with music by Chad Fisher. Scandal is a production of ABC Signature, and you can follow along by rewatching Scandal on Hulu. Unpacking the Toolbox is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app or anywhere you subscribe to your favorite shows. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Experience unlined perfection with the nearly undetectable Invisible Lift Demi Bra, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44, that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.